You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 392. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, Happiness Abounder, and welcome back. We are continuing our discussion all about making a case for journaling. So yesterday I walked through like why it's important. And I had several of you reach out to me and be like, yes, I think it's important too. But I also had quite a few of you say you don't journal. So I'm going to continue the theme week all about making a case for journaling. So that said, one of the biggest things that keeps someone back from journaling to their fullest is that they're afraid someone else will read it. Now that someone else could be your partner or spouse in real time, that someone else could be your kids after you die, that someone else could be three generations later. But we have this thing in our head where we think that we need to be perfect for other people. And so the thought of journaling and someone else reading it keeps us from reaping all the benefits that journaling has to offer. Now I know you're like, but... I don't want my kids to know that I had a really bad day. I don't want my husband to know that I'm upset at him. Well, here's the thing. We're going to kind of break this into parts. So if you are afraid that your partner is going to read your journal, then I personally think that that is an indicator of something much bigger. If you can't trust your spouse to respect your privacy, then I don't know what to tell you. That's that one right out the gate. But if you're worried specifically about maybe your children reading your journal after you're gone, then this is what a typical journal entry would look like. Dear journal or however you want to start it. So it's been a while since I've written, but I thought I would share that Tommy today took his first steps and it was fantastic. That's about everything. Bye. Whereas that day really could have looked like, oh my gosh, today was crazy. I woke up late. I had to get Susie off to school. I was really frustrated. I almost, I got cut off in driving to school and I swore in front of the kids in the car and I felt really bad about it, but like, Seriously, I'm just so overwhelmed. But it was all made up for the fact that Tommy took his first steps today. It was so amazing. And I just can't get over it. You know, as my third kid, I just can't get over when they take those first steps. And it was bittersweet because he's my baby and he's taking his first steps, which means he's starting to grow up, which I'm so happy for. But I'm also a little sad for because now he's going to be getting into everything. And, and he's also growing up and time is passing me by. After he took his first steps, I made lunch for the kids. They didn't eat it, of course. So we made macaroni and cheese instead. And then we went out and played on in the backyard and then came home or then came back inside. Dad came home and we had dinner together and it was overall started out rough, but a pretty decent day. Now, one of those shows that you have emotions. Now, that's just me off the riff. I don't have three kids. I'm sure there's a lot more 
emotional depth, intellectual depth involved there. But you get my point. One of them is he took his first steps today and it was amazing. A great entry for your kid to read down the line. But not an entry that helps you celebrate the joy of that and not an entry that helps you release the emotions that you had in the day and that show you're a real human being. So let me put this to you. If you are worried about someone else reading your journal entry and not thinking you're perfect, what is that if you have children and it is that like my kids are going to read it and see that I had a bad day and that I, I swore in the car and I was hoping they wouldn't remember that. What does it tell them if they go back and they read mom's journal and there's no emotion behind it and mom was just perfect all of the time? What precedence and standard does that set for your children? That they have to be perfect all the time. And when they're not perfect all the time, but their mom apparently was, then what? They feel like they're broken. feel like there's something wrong with them. If mom could do it, how come I can't? Same genetics. What's wrong with me? Now, maybe that's an extreme situation, but in mentoring my clients with children without fail, when I bring up journaling, this is a subject that comes up. And I'm going to pose to you, wouldn't it be better to write and reap all the benefits of journaling, right? Get the emotional release, get the situational organization, get all of these amazing factors that come from journaling and show your children if they were to read it later on that you were an imperfect human and that that was okay and they loved you and you loved them anyways set the standard that it's okay to make mistakes set the standard that you have emotions that you were angry that situation a happened and this is how you handled it instead of brushing it under the rug and hoping that it goes away and that you're holding on to the emotions and suppressing them. Your family may not know what's going on, but down the road, if they read your journal, they're like, that's what happened. Wow, she handled that so amazing. Or they may be going through something similar and wonder how you might have handled it. And here it is recorded in your journal. So don't let the fear of someone else reading this when you're long gone keep you from reaping the benefits. So that said, you may be thinking, no, 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 there's nobody who's going to read it. It's just, I don't really, I just can't get into it. I just can't keep going because I do share that Tommy took his first steps and then I don't write again. And I'm going to say with that one, I want you to dig deep. Is there a fear in the very far back of your mind that you are afraid someone is going to read this? Because I can say right now, those upper level, those fluff journal entries, that's all they are. And that is not sustainable because you are a real person. You have deep emotions, deep thoughts, complicated life. We're humans. So when you're like, why am I wasting my time just with this fluff stuff? I'm only going to write when things are good. Then you're never going to write. And it's not sustainable. So you have to dig deep. Ask yourself, am I afraid to be less than perfect? Am I afraid to put that in documentation knowing that I will have a list 
a mile long of all the amazing benefits of doing that. But I have to admit to myself and admit that someone in my family tree down the line may read this and realize I wasn't perfect. It's huge. Again, I cannot stress enough how many times not journaling is correlated to I'm afraid someone's going to read it. And I've talked, I've spoken about a technique called slaying before, which is releasing all the negative emotions around a situation and then ripping up that paper and throwing it away. Like journaling, but a little different. Here's the thing. Nobody says you have to keep these journals. If you don't want your kids to read it, take all the benefits of journaling. And then when you're done with that journal, throw it away. And we'll talk about that tomorrow in tomorrow's episode the value of a blank journal or a full journal. But that said, for today's thought, I want you to really analyze. Dig deep. Are you afraid of admitting that you may not be perfect for someone who may or may not read your journal down the line? And is that thought and that fear keeping you, blocking you from the wealth of benefits that come from journaling and ultimately using it as a tool to build and grow your happiness over and over and over again. So something to be thinking about today. Stick with me in this week as we continue to make a case for journaling. And that said, have a wonderful day. Be thinking about that fear. Are you afraid of not being perfect? And above everything else, remember, you are capable of happiness abound. Hey there, before you go, did you know that I'm a transformational happiness mentor? This means that I have the tools and expertise to help you take your life to the next level. So if you want to be happier, more confident, and achieve your goals, be sure to go to happinessabound.com and click on one-on-one mentoring.